You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. So moms have a, a special task. They do such a wonderful job of hopefully making their children feel safe and secure. They, they bring them in, they keep them close, whether it's close to their body, close to their heart, close to the home. Always suck them in by having good meals. My mom is fond of that. She calls and she's given up convincing me like through arguments on how to, when to come home. She just calls and tells me what she's cooking. Like hopefully that's her last resort to get me home, right? There's something about the joy of a mother that I just see as you guys are walking uh, through the doors when you have all of your kids in your presence. They're all here. I can all see them. How important that is. I know uh, my mom found it very difficult um, when I was going off to college, that whole transition of kind of letting go. In a way, she was able to let go, I feel, because of the faith that she had. My mom has beautiful faith. She received her faith from her mom and and her dad, and I'm sure they passed it on. My my grandparents received their faith from their parents. And I believe it's only because of my mom's faith that she was able to let me go off to college and not have a nervous breakdown. Because she believed that God was going to take care of me when she couldn't take care of me. I don't know if you pick up on that. When I'm in my mom's presence, she knows, or at least she has some false notion that she can take care of everything that I need, right? She's perceptive. She's, she's the mom. But when I'm not in her presence, a lot of moms can get anxious and nervous. But I think my mom's faith allowed her to let me go because she knew God was going to take care of me when I wasn't in her presence. And I'm grateful for that because that taught me how to really rely on God when I left home, to rely on God in my own life, in the good times and the bad, in the, in the sickness and in health. There's a word uh, in Spanish, it really doesn't translate to English, but um, people in Spanish say a lot, and you've probably said this, didn't even know what it means, uh, adios, right? When you're leaving somebody, they're like, adios. My mom didn't say adios, but... You know what that word means? Yes. It means to, to go with God. Actually, to go with God. So you're, it's kind of you're sending people off. Like, adios, like, go with God. How beautiful. I think my mom was, in a sense, hoping and praying I would go with God. I would stay with God wherever I go. I think that's Jesus' desire for us if we would really focus in and listen on today's gospel and connect it to last week's gospel. If you were with us last week, we, um, we had a, a rose bush and we, we talked about John 15 and Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me will bear much fruit. Without 
without me, you can do nothing. You will die. You will wither and fade. And we had um, a couple of kids. We had um, Henry come up here and, um, and ask him a bunch of questions, those of you who are with us. And we, we had a rose bush. It was a beautiful rose bush. It was a knockout rose bush. For those of you who were here, I don't know anything about rose bushes, um, but we talked about wouldn't it be beautiful if this whole rose bush would be filled with roses? And so we started cutting the dead stuff off to kind of give life to the, the good, living, beautiful things. And we had this conversation about how God wants us to be fully alive and he wants to take away anything from us that is dead, any behavior, any attitude, right? Well... The rose bush is back. I want to introduce you to the rose bush. It's, it's been a week. I got to tell you, the rose bush looks a little different. For those of you who were with us, um, maybe you can remember it was green, really lush and pretty. Um, we had a couple of roses on there. Um, I guarantee you this is the same rose bush. I promise. I promise it's the same one. It looks a little different. I promise it's the same one. <laughs> yes, that was my reaction. Um, so I was away all week last week. I was uh, right outside of Chicago working with priests um, for the Institute for Priestly Formation. And um, because I was away, no one was tending to the rose bush. And so I got back late Friday night. I woke up Saturday morning to have my cup of coffee, and it's right outside my window. I saw this rose bush, and I thought, oh, how sad. Doesn't it look sad? Yes, it looks sad. This is what rose bushes look like, apparently, when you don't water them, when you don't move them in and out of the sun accordingly, when you don't tend to them, when you don't cultivate them, when you don't care for them. Apparently, when you don't tend to things, they tend to die. And here it is. How sad. How sad. Let me read to you Jesus' words last week. Remain in me. Stay with me. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. Whoever remains in me will bear much fruit. Anyone who does not will be thrown out like a branch and wither. This is what happens to our soul when we don't remain in Jesus. When we don't connect to him, when we don't communicate to him, when we don't receive his love, we wither and we die. And we start to describe our life in these words, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm fearful. I'm heavy, my heart is heavy, I'm just sad, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, God feels far from me, church is boring, prayer is boring, anything of God is just boring, and, and we start to reach and we start to grasp for things in the world to fill up our life, to, to feel the emptiness that feels like this. And Jesus knows this, and so he tells his disciples, remain in me. If you remain in me, my joy will be in you. 
and your joy will be complete. Let's listen to those words. Jesus wants to give us his joy. It's not a joy apart from him. Jesus doesn't come and give us joy and leaves us. No, he actually says, I will come in you and my joy in you will be complete. It's when we invite Jesus into our life and we stay with him and we abide in him and we remain in him and we dialogue with him and we walk with him. That's when our life has joy. And then it starts to bear fruit because the joy people see in us, they want to know about it. And then we start to share what has happened to us and what is happening to us. And then it becomes contagious, right? We have to tend and cultivate our relationship with Jesus or else, apart from me, you can do nothing. And as we talk more and more in this parish about becoming missionary disciples, as we talk more and more about us going out into the community and sharing the good news with the Lord, we will wither and die if we don't remain in Jesus. That's the first step. Falling in love and staying in love with Jesus. I want to highlight a line in today's gospel. Again, John chapter 15, uh, 9 to 17. At first here, it may sound a little different than maybe what I would like us to hear. Jesus says, love one another as I love you. Now how I first heard that is, well, as, as Jesus loved me, as he loves me, so I want to study how Jesus loves, I want to learn from how Jesus loves, and I just want to mirror, I want to image what Jesus does to me, I want to do it to others. So I want to study how he loves others, I want to learn, I want to grow from him, so that I can love just like Jesus, love others as I have loved you. But if we could hear it like this, I'm just going to read it backwards. As I love you, love other, others. As I am loving you, love other people. You see, that's the deep meaning of communion. That's what Jesus wants to do in the Eucharist. He wants to come into our hearts. He wants to come into our mind. And as he is loving us, he gives us the ability to love others, but he's loving others through us. Love one another as I love you, as I am loving you in the present tense. See, that's why we have to remain in Jesus so that he can give us joy and that joy just overflows because apart from him, we can do nothing. Apart from him, we wither and we fade and we struggle and God seems far and distant and irrelevant to our lives. Adios. That's what my mom would probably like to tell me if she knew Spanish. She doesn't know Spanish. Um, but she had the great courage to let me go because she trusted I would go with God and God was going to take care of me. What would it look like in our parish? What would it look like in our families if we cultivated that sense of God being with each and every one of us?
If we as parents cultivated that sense of in our children that God is with them, that God will take care of them, what would it look like if us as parents would cultivate our children's ability to pray to the Lord, to remain with Him, to stay with Him, to pick up Scripture and to pray daily and to connect with the Lord? How much greater would we feel confident to let our children go into the world because they're going with God? They know how to stay with God. And they're going to influence others by their relationship with God. Jesus says, remain in me. Stay with me. Abide in me. Love one another as I am loving you. That's a good prayer for us to stay with this week. Perhaps we can ask ourselves, how do we remain with Jesus? How do you remain with Jesus? All I know how to do is, is, is have a prayer life, is to receive the sacraments, to go to communion, to go to confession. I can't grow in my relationship with the Lord if I'm not talking to him on a daily basis, if I'm not reading scripture, if I'm not allowing Jesus to speak to my life, to influence my life, if I'm not sharing my life with him. It's just like a relationship. If we don't tend it, if we don't cultivate it, if we're not nurturing it, if we're not putting it in an environment where it's going to grow, it's going to die. And if we are a people that at all listen to the interior of our life, there is no mistaking when we are at peace or when we are full of fear and anxiety and worry. We can run from our heart for a while, but eventually we will have to listen to the interior of our heart. Jesus begs us to remain in him, to stay with him, Every day, every moment. Let's pray for that grace. Let's pray for that grace this week. Let's be attentive to our spiritual life. How are we remaining with the Lord? How are we praying? How are we tending to our soul?